your girl Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Today is September 15th. I don't know how it's already September 15th, but it is World Afro Day! Y'all know I'm all about that. I am all about that. Y'all I'm saying? Because why? First of all, I've been wearing an afro like nobody's business while performing. I mean, while promoting in Amanda We Trust. And um, I gotta tell y'all, very time effective. Really? Gotta tell y'all, very, very time effective. Yeah. Because you wake out, you pick it out, you keep it moving. You don't really got to do a lot. You know what I'm saying? And for what it's worth, with an afro, I feel like it doesn't have to be perfect for it to still be impressive. I don't know. I don't know. Because sometimes, but I feel like you have like a good like uh, curl pattern too, so it makes it look cool. Some some must need a little bit more work to get it. To, otherwise, it look crazy. <laughs> it look a little crazy. Well, don't get crazy. Tell them what we got coming up today. <laughs> Coming up today, we have Black Joy stories every single hour, y'all, because it's Black Joy Friday. Plus, we also got our public seals announcement from Amanda Seals. Also, she hit, hit us with the things she learned this week. We got the Black Spin and so much more coming up um, today on Black Joy Friday. That's how it is every Black Joy Friday. It's all the joy right here because we up, we up, we up. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seals Show. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, here at the Amanda Seals Show. And you know what we do on Fridays. It's time to get into a story of Black Joy. All right. First up, we got to talk about French Montana and Sway Lee because they have donated 500 wooden canoes to the Makoko community in Lagos, Nigeria, which is an impoverished community on coastal waters. So the Makoko community is actually where French and Sway just shot their new video for their songs, Wish You Well. So, you know, we love people giving back in the places that, you know, they uh, are using for their videos. Um, but the canoes have multiple purposes, apparently, including facilitating the movement of goods and services, transporting families and children to and from school. And as an added bonus, local craftsmen are being employed to manufacture boats locally to support their livelihood to help boost the community's economy, which we love. And also French also contracted teams to make the canoes and the project is set to be completed in December, just in time for Christmas. All right. We love to see it. We love to see the brothers out there in the world making an impact while they make an impact with the music. Keep it like right here, the Amanda Seal Show. Um, French Montana is from Morocco, right? Yes. And there was actually just a very devastating uh, earthquake in Morocco. So he's going to have to cough up a little bit more money. Last I checked, they lost 1,300 people, something like that. And that was like two days ago. Yeah, it's kind of wild. And by the way, you see how America doesn't talk about... Right, because that's my first time hearing it. Yep. Instagram, babe. I be hearing (laughs) I be actually getting the world from Instagram. Uh, so shout out to all the people in Morocco, in, in Morocco. And, um, you know, it's just natural disaster after natural disaster. We got to look out for each other. Keep it like right here because it's still a Black Joy Friday. I know that was bad news. I actually slipped that in. My fault, y'all. We'll be right back. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Okay, now. Something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. So when people say things to me like, I don't want to vote for the lesser of two evils, I'm tired of that. What I want you to understand is something like this. This country, America, 
is a continual process of digging its way out of the hellhole that it was born from. It is a process of strategy. It is a process of forward and backward movement. We know that change is not linear. It is a process of reform. It is a process of revolution. What that requires is constant efforts toward the forward. Sometimes that requires making strategic decisions that simply just allow for more time for rallying, for radicalism, for rebellion, for learning, for educating. So when you see folks saying vote for Biden, when you see folks saying simply just vote Democrat, what many of us are saying is there is an extreme that is happening on the right. And even though there is a moderate happening in the in the Democrats and there is a progressive side, it is giving more time for an environment where that radicalism can grow without the extremism suppressing it. That is strategy. And you and your personal decisions about I don't want to vote for the lesser of two evils are in the way move around and actually move in because we need everybody. Right, Jedi? Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. did not come here to impress you because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone and I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say the Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody Shaking up the system, rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seal and Jeremiah like the Bible, and you've reached the, the Amanda, Amanda Seal Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss, and that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beat. Leave that message. What's up, Amanda Seal? What's up, Jeremiah? Like the Bible, calling in from Chicago right now. I wanted to tell you something I learned this week. The term is luddites. Luddites. Basically, it's a term that means anybody who oppresses technology, but it comes from a 19th century protest where workers were protesting the Industrial Revolution and the advancement of, we'll say, technology um, in the time. But even though people think that they weren't actually really protesting the advancement of the Industrial Revolution, um, they were kind of just clowning around, going around to different factories and destroying machinery because somebody did it 22 years later and they thought it'd be fun. And then they made somebody up, which made the government try to track this person that they make up, but they could never find him because it was made up. Very interesting history. I advise you to look into research it, but it's Luddites. Anybody who opposes technology. Have a good day. Is it a Luddite or Luddite? Oh, I heard mud, Muddite. Like a mud raker. That's what I heard. But it might be an L. But it might be an L. Because when you said that, I'm like, that might, that sounds more realistic. Someone who opposes technology. Technology is a Luddite. L U D D I T E. Uh, Luddite. Like the. What are people called? Like, there's like the the people who like are not Amish, but they kind of are off the grid, and like don't use technology. Quakers? Maybe it's Quakers. I thought like there's a word that was similar to Luddites. That's what I'm like. Mennonites? Mennonites. Yeah, they're on the same gang. Mm-hmm. They're on I'm the same, like, we use lanterns gang. <laughs> 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 I don't mind one of that's like the root word is like similar in the... Um, 
Um, there's a movie called Women Talking, which is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and it is about it's a it's based on the true story of a Mennonite colony in Canada where the men were raping the women and the women Yikes. decided they had to like decide amongst themselves what they were going to do. And the whole movie is just them having the conversation and trying to decide within their faith, within their community, within their, you know, uh, sisterhood, like what to do. And it is, I am not exaggerating. One of the greatest, most moving films I've ever seen. And it, it changed me. Like I was a different person after I watched it. Don't so. watch it, you Go watch it, but like watch it like on a Sunday when you got nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? Like don't watch it. Like it's not so, like it's not something that you watch and you're like, all right, let me go head it out to the kids' soccer game. Like it's not that. Movie awesome. night. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals show. Don't go anywhere on a Friday, Friday. Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. We shaking up the system. Rewrite. You hear the applause, you hear the applause because it's Friday. Happy Friday, y'all. See Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals and happy birthday to Meghan Markle's husband, Prince Harry. <laughs> Not Meghan Markle's husband. I <laughs> wonder what they're doing for the big day, for the big B day. What are y'all doing for your birthday? Well, I hope you're spending it with us right here at the Amanda Seals Show. What do we got coming up this hour, Jeremiah? Like the Bible? We got more Black Joy stories coming up this hour. Plus, I'm hearing y'all with the People Versus. Who was in the Court of Public Opinion this week? Find out later this hour. Also, the things that Amanda learned this week. And we're going to check the voicemail because we love when y'all call us. We do. It's like our favorite thing. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Our phone lines are always open. So give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. It is time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and you know how Black Joy Fridays go. It's time for a story of Black Joy. All right, let's talk about Steph and Aisha Curry because their foundation is committing $50 million to support Oakland's public schools um, students and the um, Oakland's Unified Public School District. So the company's foundation, Eat, Learn, and Play, is pledging $50 million to the district um, between now and 2026. Steph says that they really want to support and amplify the systems that are already in place within the school district. And they want students to have access to tutors as well as, quote unquote, culturally relevant and age appropriate books to improve their test scores because they are really helping to improve the literacy rates. And they want students, um, again, to have those access to tutors to help improve those those literacy rates and scores. We love to see it. We love to see it. Now, their kids are not going to probably be going to any of these schools, but we we really need to understand that like education is at the heart mm-hmm. of any change that's coming within this country, educating yourself about politics and making sure these kids are getting full, well-rounded educations, educating yourself about your feelings. Yes, that's right. We need to get emotional intelligence mm-hmm. in place. And before we get any of that to happen, we are going to continue in this cycle that we have been in, in this country of just like ridiculousness. So I'm really happy to hear this. I think this is a great step in a great direction. Also, we all know Oakland is the seat of Pimpin' and Panthers. Okay. (laughs) So it is a revolutionary town. The town has always been down and uh, this is only going to make for another generation or help to build another generation of change makers. Keep it luck right here at the Amanda Seals Show on this Monday Friday. The Amanda Seals Show. We are. 
All right, now, welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It is Amanda Seals here, and it is time for Jeremiah Like the Bible to lay down the gavel in another edition of The People Versus. Oh, yeah. This one. Come get y'all kids. All right, so this week's People Versus is The People Versus T.I.'s son, King Harris, Amanda. So he's facing backlash after offering a homeless man $50 to compete in the recently banned Pocky One Ship Challenge. So I'm, what? So I don't know if you heard about this. There's a One Ship Challenge um, from this um, company called Pocky. Like Pocky that makes the the breaded the sticks with the maybe possibly. Um, but this one is is the basically the One Ship Challenge is a chip in one bag, like one chip, and it's but it's packaged in a coffin shaped box with a skull imagery and contains one chip. And the message says it dares customers to hold out as long as possible for eating or drinking anything else. Because like it's a very spicy chip. Like it basically has like all of like the hottest peppers okay. and stuff all on it. Um so the goal is like you eat it, you know, you basically kill yourself um before you can like drink water or whatever. Okay. You know, people love sensation stuff like this. I guess. But the crazy part about this, a teen actually recently died from doing the show. What? But they had to ban it. They had to ban it because someone died from doing it. So the fact that T.I.'s son is out here paying a homeless man to do this for, you know, just giggles and laughs. What's wrong with this child? Because I feel like this child is always in some, and it's like, what, <laughs> but why? Like, why is this baby always in some BS? Put him in a studio. Because the rest of T.I.'s kids, I feel like, are real chill. Okay, so someone someone actually did say that. They basically said, like, you know, all the other T.I. and tiny kids are unproblematic, minding their business, and you out here messing with this homeless man. Um, somebody said that toying with homeless people on camera for entertainment is a scumbag move. But uh, he did something similar at Waffle House. Oh, I forgot about the Waffle House. Remember when he was like talking down to the to cook? Like the cook, yeah. Or like the waitress, the, the workers at the uh, Waffle House. Like this is his MO. Um, someone also said this is whack. People using homeless people for likes and views and comments is foul. They didn't like that. But someone also came in his defense. They said, y'all bashing King Carriage or paying someone to do the ship challenge? Get a lie. Also, someone said the fake outrage for King for King Harris is beyond me, and I stand behind homeless people because I've been homeless before and plan to help those in need. But everybody and their mama did the one chip challenge. They act like there's not 100 videos on YouTube. First of all, I just hate like prank videos and like videos like that. I hate those in general. I feel like those are like the lowest level of like content to make, in my personal opinion. Where you're like mm-hmm. just bothering people or like getting people to do stuff. That are, um, for the most part, um, disadvantaged for like likes, especially when you don't have to. Um, so when it comes to people versus King Harris, King, go in the studio with your daddy. Go in the studio, leave the homeless people alone. Like homeless people got nothing to deal with. So that is your ruling? That's my ruling. Leave the people alone. I'm with the, I'm with the right people on this one. I'm not, I don't understand why people want to play with people who don't have anything. Like you have so many things you could be doing. If you want to get him, get him in $50 because you want to give him $50 and you want to help him and give, help him have a great day. But give it to him in exchange for doing this like um, crazy challenge so you could like laugh and get a joke out of it is crazy. It's called exploitation. It is. But people think, you know, people, people do all the type of stuff on the internet and I'm over it. Cancel the internet, your body. Kamala, you want my vote? Ban the internet. I'm be with you. There you have it. That is Jeremiah Like Bible's The People Versus right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back with more of your Friday Friday when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, 
we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Things I learned this week. There's a lot you can learn from this. Yeah. All right, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, everybody. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And it is time for another edition of Things I Learned This Week. Okay, so check this out. I did not know that Dorothy Dandridge used her power to speak up when Hollywood got offensive. Surprise, surprise. Of course, Hollywood got offensive. So, you know, when she was in Carmen Jones in 1954, she became a whole sex symbol. Okay, like she became that girl. But then in 1958, she accepted a role in the film Tamango. She jumped at the opportunity because it was an empowering film that depicted a 19th century revolt of enslaved Africans. But y'all, the filmmakers in the script required her to swim nude in a lake and to wear a bikini during a revolt against enslavement. They tried it. Really? (laughs) So she was like, absolutely not. And she put her career on the line and threatened to quit if the scene remained in the film. And guess what? The filmmakers actually folded to her demands and rewrote the scene to her liking. So I thought that was really great. If if anybody doesn't know, Dorothy Dandridge had an incredibly tragic life due to, you know, just unfortunately being caught up with really terrible men. Yeah, she married one of the Nichols brothers and Mm -hmm. he was horrible to her. And she ended up having a daughter that had um, disabilities and he like completely abandoned them. And she ended up having to put the daughter in a home. Then she was with another man who like stripped her of all her money and like stole all her money from her. I think it was a white man. And she ended up dying Of of a drug overdose. And I think her daughter died recently, but people haven't been able to confirm um, her, her identity. Yeah. That's sad. So that, that was, yes. It is very And it's sad. not, it, unfortunately, it's very common with like a lot of those stories of like women of that era too. Correct. Unfortunately. Um, something else that I learned this week was that, did you know that Lucky Day was on American Idol in 2005? The internet told me, so yes, I do know. I did not know this. <laughs> His name, David Brown. He lost American Idol in 2005 and then rebranded himself as Lucky Day 17 mm-hmm. years later. So, like, never give up. <laughs> a rebrand do it every time. I just thought that was incredible because I had never, never knew that. I also didn't know that Queen Nigel was on American Idol. Yeah. So, there was a lot of, a lot of the kids was there. A lot of the kids was there. Okay. Now, I want to tell you this one because this was something that I also just did not know about, but it is it is a, a hard truth to, to understand. In 1996, mm-hmm. Gary Webb, a white man, exposed how the CIA hired drug traffickers to sell massive amounts of cocaine in the United States in order to raise untraceable funds to finance a terrorist organization who, organization who were trying to overthrow the Nicaraguan government. I think these were the Sandinistas. Um these massive shipments of cocaine ultimately sparked the crack epidemic. This is chronicled in part in Snowfall um, and also right. in Narcos. So this is the spark, the crack epidemic that decimated inner cities during the 90s. As a result, mainstream media vilified Gary Webb and destroyed his career, which also destroyed his marriage. But he refused to back down. In 2004, he was found dead with two bullet wounds in his head and the death was ruled a suicide. This man literally lost everything 
to give us a glimpse of the truth. Didn't know that. Me, me either. I mean, the part about that that crack part, but the, the part about Gary didn't know. I didn't know he was the whistleblower, though. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was, like, one person who was like, we got to just put this out here. So, um, you know, we, we, we got to celebrate. His birthday was uh, September 1st. So, shout out to the late Gary Webb, who was somebody that said, you know what? The truth is more important than my safety. Uh, there we have it right there. Things I learned this week. Share yours with me right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, you've reached the Amanda Seal Show. I know you've been thinking about us. And we've been thinking about you. So go ahead and tell us what's on your mind. When you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message. Good morning, Amanda and Jeremiah. This is Courtney from Atlanta. So I was calling and responding to the glimmers um, portion of the show. Um, and honestly, that's how I live my life. I, I don't call it glimmers, um, but I find joy wherever I can find it. Uh, I find joy every single day of my life. Um And Amanda was discussing, you know, how we know people that don't do that. Um, I call them Eeyores. I call them Eeyores. Um, Shout out to Winnie the Pooh. Because it's always so home, you know. Um, Oh, look at that sunset. Yeah, but it's about to be dark. You know, like it's just consistently uh, negative. And it's not that they mean to. They just don't see the light. Um, so yeah, I call those people yours. Anywho, um, I hope y'all have a fantastic day. I appreciate listening to you every single day. Um, yeah, talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Courtney. Thanks, Courtney. Um, my ex was like that about trips. Like we would come home and I'd be like, that was amazing. Wasn't that fantastic? Like we had such a great time. We were just mm-hmm. getting along so great. He'd be like, I mean, it was all right. I'm going to steal that Eeyore. so mad. I had a friend who I ended up, we ended up no longer being friends because she was an Eeyore and I like couldn't manage it anymore. Like I remember being at this event in Harlem called Sunday Sermon and it's literally like black people on the lawn, house music playing. It is the most joyous like uplifting, <laughs> beautiful in the summertime. Like, yes, y'all, people in gratuitous roller skates type situation. And I saw okay. her across the field and she saw my she saw me. So she started walking towards me. And I was like, watch her have something negative to say. Like, watch the watch the first thing she say be something negative. Just watch. Just watch. Y'all, the second we get to each other, we hug and she's like, Oh my God, it's so crowded. I was like, you know what? <laughs> She said she couldn't find nothing else. She had to find something. Too many people. That was the Too last time that we talked. She had hit me to go. She had hit me and I had to say to her, you know, sis, I got to tell you, I feel like every time we interact, there's such a root. It's always, it's such rooted in negativity, like your response to things. And it really bums me out. And so I just, I'm going to have to. I'm Do you think she knew? Back from the friendship. Or realized she was that. No, I don't. I mean, she didn't even take it like she wasn't like, oh, F you. She was like, oh, okay, I understand. Bye. So maybe she didn't know. I don't know. But it, it, you know, it was just like it. And let me just tell you, this wasn't like a just random rash thing. It was like over time that I was like, if if when I see you across a field, the first thing in my head is you about to have something negative to say. Like we we already the ship. The ship has sailed. Well, we got to keep our eye on the glimmers, y'all. Those little mm-hmm. glimmers of life, you know, when you see a hummingbird or, you know, you you uh, 
you know, you 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 go by a kid's lemonade stand, you know, like I love seeing the lemonade stand. I'm like, oh, the kids are still doing lemonade stands, lemonade commerce. Right. Um, you know, it's nice. Like even little things like there's like two routes to the airport from my house. One is like mm-hmm. just strictly by the highway and one is by the beach. And if I have time, I ask them to take the beach route oh, that's just so I can land. watch the ocean. It's like a, and it may be like 15 minutes longer, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It is a beautiful view. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, it's a beautiful view being here when we get back. So don't go anywhere. See me in the seal show on a fun day Friday. We Amanda seal show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this time. Listen up. We shine and rise. We Friday, September 15th. I'm Amanda Seals. This is the Amanda Seals Show. And I feel like something important happens on September 15th. And I can't quite like put my finger on what it is. I don't know if it's someone's birthday. I'm like, it's it's levels of important. Like you got to pay a bill important or like (laughs) you got to. I genuinely am like, I feel like this is an important day and I just can't put my finger on why it's an important day but hopefully i figure it out before it figures me out <laughs> um so this is a black joy friday what do we got coming up well because it is a black joy friday we got more black joy so there's another black joy story up for this hour also we have our word game you know every day we get y'all with the word of the day so every friday we play a fun word game to test our knowledge on the words plus things we learned this week and we're going to check the voicemail all those things all of it happening right here at the Amanda Seal Show because that's how we do. All right, we give you what you want. Hit us up one eight five five Amanda eight. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the one and only Amanda Seals, and this is the Amanda Seals Show. And it is time to get into another A Story of Black Joy. All right, Amanda. Let's, so let's talk about an organization known as Dream Exchange because they have joined forces with the National Black Chamber of Commerce to increase public capital market access for minority-owned businesses. So the partnership is between two entities and basically they'll focus on creating an ecosystem to support um, and connect Black business founders with access to capital, networking opportunities, and financially um, educational tools. So Dream Exchange, for those who don't know, is the first minority-owned stock exchange and was built on the mission of economically empowering Black communities. The um, president and CEO of, Black, of Dream Exchange, Charles DeBow, says, this collaboration signifies the groundbreaking alliance that empowers minority entrepreneurs and revolutionizes the financial landscape. This partnership is catalyzing... Um, Catalyzing. That's right. Why did that sound weird when I say that? Catalyzing. Dreams into the reality, um, one investment at a time. That's what we're talking about, y'all. You see, what we're seeing here, though, is like people with private money putting money behind spaces that are mm-hmm. elevating black, black folks. I keep 
telling y'all we're like the, the positives that we're starting to get. We're starting to realize like, oh, we have to get back to being our economic support systems. Right. Like we've been talking about it and chit-chatting about it, but now we're starting to see it and it's coming from the folks that have the millions, thank goodness, mm-hmm. because this is how another Black Wall Street is built, except this time we'll be ready. Mm. This time we'll be ready, but this is how it starts. This is how it starts. And we have to understand that it starts with us. Keep it like right here, the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Everybody, everybody, everybody was getting tested on vocabulary. (laughs) Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. This is your girl, Amanda Seals. Welcome to the time of the week where we play a little game where I quiz Jeremiah Like the Bible and our producer, DJ Supreme, on the words of the week. Well, Supreme is out because he is celebrating his birthday. So Mm -hmm. instead, we have got our producer, our executive producer, TJ. Hey, TJ. Hey, y'all. So she's going to be stepping in to beat Jeremiah this week. You know Um, what? (laughs) That's it. That's it. <laughs> so you all know the way the you know the way the game works is we do this because I do a word of the day every day and it's like pointless if we're not going to do a quiz at the end because that is what really tests our retention. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're going to get into that now. First of course, I have to ask you all to tell me know your buzzers. What is your buzzer going to be, Jeremiah? Like the Bible? Well, since yesterday for Group Chat Thursday, we did a sixty second headline on NCAT being like the largest HBCU in the country for like the tenth year. I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. Aggie Pride. That's a little, that's a little thing that they say. Okay. I don't know if I can say that, but I'm going to say it. What they going to do. Pride. Okay. And now, uh, TJ, what is your sound going to be? I'm feeling old school Janet Jackson today. So I'm going to go with, all right. Okay. All right with me. Like, is that, is that where we're coming from? Okay. That's it. All right. Second Janet Jackson reference I've heard today. Make it three. It's going to be good luck. All right, so the way the game is going to work, this is TJ's first time, so we're going to keep it basic. I'm going to give you the word. You're going to buzz in. You're going to say the meaning of the word. Mm -hmm. That's how we're going to do it, okay? Got it. We'll also just add saying it in a sentence, not even for points, but just for the people, right? Just to give people just to get another opportunity at learning the word. Okay. Okay. Now, the first word is bellwether. All right. I keep right. Oh dang! Oh, Janet, mm-hmm. Janet was there. Janet talking, was there. Um, a leader or a trendsetter? That is correct. Yes, that is correct. Bellwether refers to someone or something that leads others or shows what will happen in the future. Uh, she is known as a bellwether of fashion. Mm. She was almost one step ahead of the runways and magazines. All right. Next word. Redound. Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride? Okay. I mean, we barely we barely understood what this word meant. I was like, I remember the word, but in the context, it's a word to like uh it helps a word. It's like a um we thought like we thought it was like an adverb, the way the word was used. Yeah, you're on the right track. Um, yes. Oh my you God. haven't said the definition yet though. I oh, haven't because I'm like going through my stream of conscience. It's um okay. So redound is like Amanda is <laughs> guessing. No, I know. It's basically like if I want it basically um solidifies something about a person. So like 
Amanda is smart, but re- the redoundness is what solidifies the smartness. But I cannot find the exact. It's a qualifier. It's, it's a qualifier. That's the word. Yes. So it's like it's used to say that a person deserves credit for having yes. done something. It redounds to someone's credit. So it's basically credit. like validates that someone's credit. Yeah. That's a stretch, Jeremiah. Like the Bible, but okay. <laughs> it's the social. I mean, proof. I didn't give him the point. I didn't give him the point. Uh, <laughs> you know, he was on his way there. He was on his I way was there. But I'm gonna, I think the cleanest way to deal with that one is that no one gets the point. No one gets okay. the point. Okay. When we get back, though, we're going to see uh, who actually doesn't just get the points, but gets the W when we return okay. right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and we are in the middle of another Word Game Friday. Uh, we are sharing the screen this time, the, the mic this time. Instead of DJ Supreme, Jeremiah Like the Bible is going up against our executive producer, TJ. She's having a great time. Uh, you can see the excitement. Uh, you can hear it in her voice. Uh, well, I'm winning. I'm winning. So who doesn't love to win? That is very understandable. All right. So let's do a real fresher real quick. What is your buzzer mm-hmm. sound, TJ? All right. Okay. Shout out to Janet Jackson. That's uh, Miss Janet, if you're nasty. And uh, Jeremiah, like the Bible, what's your sound going to be? Your buzzer. Aggie Pratt. Okay. So there we have it. We have our buzzers. Remember, the game works like this. We're going to play it old school classic because TJ is playing for the first time. I'm going to give them the name. I'm sorry. I'm going to give them the word. They're going to buzz in. They'll tell me the Mm -hmm. meaning of the word. Use it in a sentence. All right. So far, the uh, score is one to zip. One to zip. The word is fallible. Aggie Pride. Got in there. Okay. Jeremiah, like the Bible. Definition, please. So it's an adjective (laughs) that means something is like prone to like errors, like it's something is wrong. That is correct. That is correct. The Republicans are incredibly fallible in the way that they describe abortion. Mm-hmm. They are constantly claiming that Democrats want abortion at any time and even after birth. And I would love for someone to explain to me how it is an abortion if the baby is outside of the womb. That's murder, <laughs> just, babes. I, murder. Just, just saying. Okay. Uh, that makes us tied. Okay. The tiebreaker word is oratund. Uh, uh, Aggie Fried. All right. TJ, you weren't confident, and uh, Jeremiah buzzed in first. What is the meaning of oratund? Oratund is like it's either arrogant or egregious, something in that vein. Now, <laughs> to here's be like the catch. boastful, to be like boastful. Now, here's the catch. Yes, there are two definitions for oratund. Yes, and you need there to are. give me both. Yes. Oh, uh, something that's like um, brash or loud. Is that the other definition? No. Okay. Can't give it to you. One more like you get a chance to steal. Like fullness. Uh yes. bass. Loud sound. Okay. That is one. That is one Stand definition. On. What's the second? Bombastic. Ah, she got you, Jay. <laughs> she got you. Yes, it is a word used to is an adjective used to describe something. Usually a voice marked by fullness, strength, and clarity of sound. It can also be used disapprovingly to mean pompous or bombastic. Governor DeSantis it was uh, oratund in his response to the black man recently at his press conference who said that his policies are what caused the people to be murdered in Jacksonville at the Dollar General store. 
Got it. I promise you. But it's a Monday Friday, so we're not going to stay on that too long. It's Monday Friday. Yay! <laughs> so shout out to TJ. Uh, sorry, that's the wrong button. Shout out to TJ. The verdict is in TJ1. <laughs> and uh, that's it for another word game. I hope everybody uses these words in sentences, expand your vocabulary, and you expand your ability to communicate your thoughts. A rotund, bombat, no, so a rotund, redound, fallible, and bellwether. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Happy Friday, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, you've reached the Amanda Seal Show. I know you've been thinking about us. And we've been thinking about you. So go ahead and tell us what's on your mind. When you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jeremiah. I like the Bible. I love the show. Love y'all both. Um, I know you want people to call in and ask questions, so I have a question. My question is, since, you know, y'all traveled outside of the country, I, I'm an army vet, traveled outside the country quite a bit. So, being in the United States, I noticed there's the difference, like, there's so many storage facilities. Why do we have so many storage facilities in the United States? I can't recall seeing not a one in Asia or in Africa or in Europe. Like, why do we have so many self-storage units in the United States? It's weird. Yo. What do you think? Thanks, y'all. Bye. Keep doing what you're doing. The bodies sort of drugs. Okay, at. well, let me say this. First of all, we have a lot of space in the mm-hmm. United States. When you go to other places, they don't have as much space. Like if you go to Asia, like yes, there's like an expanse of land, but the com mm-hmm. the um unless you live in the country, like the mm-hmm. concentration of cities is like people on top of people on top of people on top of people. Right. Which then prevents you from having stuff on stuff on stuff on stuff. Mm-hmm. Like just by by proximity, right? Same with Europe. When you go to Europe, like unless you in the country, you're really like in very close proximity with folks. So there isn't right. like a lot of opportunity to like have a lot of stuff because there just isn't a lot of space to put the stuff in. And then I feel like the people that be living in the country, they're like, well, we in the country. So we don't need a lot of stuff because we in the country. Right. America, I do think as a consumer mm-hmm. um, culture and a consumer economy, we are about our stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't touch my stuff. There's a whole bit that George Carlin has about stuff. Don't touch my stuff. Don't take my stuff. Don't question my stuff. This is my stuff. And I've been talking a lot about how like I feel myself changing and growing and I can literally see the light at the tunnel where I'm not going to care about my stuff. And I love my stuff, but I can, I can, I can see it. And I've never thought about that before. I can literally see it. And two exes ago, he has said, and this was an ex who is a terrible person, but would have like incredible insight about like me. Um, Okay. Yeah. Um, And he was like, they gonna need to worry about you. That's my Detroit accent. They uh, they gonna need to worry about you when you don't care about your stuff no more. That's when you gonna be a big problem. 
because what you're going to care about is the, is the real stuff going on. So they're going to need to look out for that. And it's true. I can see in five years, like just having an estate sale and just getting all, get rid of everything. Boom. You got like, I'll keep stuff. like my books. I'll, I'll, I'll keep my books and my like, my name, my, my keepsakes. But like, even right now, like I look around the house, I'm like, oh, I'm getting rid of, like there's about to be like a whole cleanse. So when she's talking about like, why there's so much self-storage, I think it's because so much of America is based on your stuff, the level mm-hmm. of stuff you have. You're like your identity. Like I am... Like, mm-hmm. I possess these things, like, I have these things, and, you know, that's what makes me, like, valuable, etc. Because you're right. I got a storage unit. I had one. I don't got a... It's like, I just I have a storage unit. And she's right. Like, why do... And, and I recently said to myself, you need to go and clean out the storage unit, because you really don't need all that stuff. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. I have, like, comforter sets. Oh yeah. Why? <laughs> just because I, mean, like, I need I mean, a comforter one day. <laughs> you know, it's like for a queen bed. Like it's just like why? So I have to call Shirley Reigns because I want to give her all my stuff. Uh, but that was a great question, and I love that it's like that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Like let my brain make my brain work, y'all. Make my brain work. But I do want to know are there storage units in Africa? So if anyone knows, hit me up. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Thank y'all for calling the voicemail. Amanda Seal Show. We are. We have, we have. We ain't nobody's fool. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. Listen up, we shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal, set it, y'all. We up, we up. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. We've been here all day on this fun day Friday. I was giving you all the Black Herit news. Actually, we take we take that out on Fridays. We give you Black Joy because the Black Herit news can be very not joyful. Uh, um, and that's why we do this day so that we can just give you a break. It's all good news all day. It's Black Joy Friday. Random fact. Did you know that a crocodile cannot stick out its tongue? Its tongue is attached to the roof of its mouth. See, that's something you learned this week. Mouth. That's a thing you learned this week. <laughs> Wait, so how does it eat? Definitely threw me off. I'm like, because if, if your tongue was attached for your mouth, you're going to be able to open your mouth. No? Now I'm, I'm thinking about it too much. I'm thinking about it too much. Maybe. Hit the Googles. The Googles will, <laughs> will set you free. The Googles will set you free. All right. Well, uh, we got more show for you coming up. What do we got? We got more Black Joy, y'all. Y'all thought it was over? No. It's always more Black Joy because it's Black Joy Friday. And we got the Black Spin coming up this hour. So, you know, if y'all love some hip-hop, this is, this is the time to tune in. Don't turn the radio dial. That's how it's going to go down. The fact that you said radio dial feels very <laughs> Walt Whitman, like Fireside Chats. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. Just search The Amanda Seals Show. Also, you can check out my other podcast, Small Doses. It's part of the Radio 1 Podcast Network. And you can check out the visuals for Small Doses at YouTube Amanda Seals TV. This week, we've got side effects of... Woke. With Tamika Mallory. Tamika Z. Mallory checking in with your girl. All right. Tamika's that girl. Okay. That's why she be out there in the streets for the people. So make sure you check that out at YouTube Amanda Seals TV. Give me a call, 1855 Amanda H, y'all. That's 1855 262 6328. 
We got time to listen, laugh, and learn. So we'll be right here when you get back. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist with another A Story of Black Joy. So first of all, I love uh, Erica Alexander. So I'm happy to tell this story. So actress Erica Alexander is a Philly girl, but she says... If she had a superpower, it's because of her origin. It starts in Winslow in Flagstaff, Arizona. And her hometown woke her back home in a big way. So her hometown like showered her, her mom, and family with five incredible days of celebrations, ceremonies, and an outpouring of love that she'll never forget. They danced, they laughed, they ate. Navajo and Mexican dancers and singers and drummers commemorated the occasion with traditional and ritual presentations to bless their trip. Um, but they have a street after her. You love when the people name a street after you now. Students also screened, screened her film, The Big Payback. She also was able to introduce a new children's book. Her mother, Sammy Susu um, Alexander, was embraced by elders, um, elder black residents. And on top of all that, on top of all that, as a grand finality, they traveled in a glass ceiling train ride to the seventh wonder of the world, the Grand Canyon. Very Willy Wonka. Very Willy Wonka. Listen, we love to see it. Erica deserves all of the praise. Mm-hmm. She deserves all the accolades, all the things. She an is icon. an icon, a legend, a great one. You're me. So shout out to Erica Alexander. And shout out to Arizona for showing her the love that she deserves. I think this is like such, this must have been such a surreal moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's good. It's real good. We're starting to see our living single chicks getting, <laughs> getting, the, getting the flowers. The flowers. You hear me? Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for the Backspin. Blackspin is when I get a chance. It's much poetic on, you know, some things I love about this thing called hip hop. We're celebrating 50 years. We're going to talk about best hip hop collaborations. Now, of course, there's always been. Rappers jumping on other rappers' records. You know what I'm saying? R&B artists linking up with, with rappers. Crews going with other crews, etc. But there's just a few that really just, I feel like we can all agree, stand out. I'm going to start with Tribe Call Quest scenario. Okay? Now, Tribe Call Quest and the leaders of the new school at the time, leaders of new school also had Buster Rhymes. When Scenario came out on the Low End Theory album, we got to hear just like all these dope MCs on this beat, all these different flavors, vibes, and it made a classic record. As I combine with the dupe from the mind, you look, we look, bring it back, come rewind, powerful impact, boom, I'm a mechanic. Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. It was major. It was a time. We cannot discount that. I know some people were like, oh, you picked an old school record. That's right. That's right, I did, because I'm an old school kind of gal. But then I'm going to take it to something that may be a little bit more refreshing for y'all. Come on now. Okay, maybe it's still old school. DMX and Jay-Z, like, they they was a time, okay? Money, cash, money, cash, money, cash, money, cash. Like, I don't think y'all really understand, but when I went to the Hard Knock Life tour and that beat came on, boom, 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 like everyone lost their minds. Like, I want to go listen to it right now. I just got myself hype. I just got myself hype. Classic records. Classic records. We also got to talk about the greatest hip hop and R&B collaboration of all time. 
Now, if you didn't say meth and Mary, all I need, then you just don't know music. <laughs> you just don't know music. I know. I can't say that. That's not fair. But that's how I feel. Okay. That's how I feel. Meth and Mary, you're all I need. One of the greatest hip hop records of all time. And to find out recently that this was actually put together by um, Drew. Dang, what is Drew's last name? So basically there was a sister um, who was working at Def Jam. And when she heard that there was this interlude on Method Man's album where he said, um, nothing make a man feel better than a woman, queen with a crown that be down for whatever. Like, she heard that and was like, oh my God, like this needs to be more than just an interlude. It needs to be a song. And so Drew Dixon made it her business to go to Russell Simmons and say, this needs to be a full record. And Russell Simmons was like, well, make it happen. And so she made it happen. And then they left her off the credits, y'all. She had the idea. She orchestrated it, put it all together, and they left her off the credits. (sighs) Hip hop. Dang, hip hop. Why you be hurting my heart like that? You be hurting my heart. But those are my favorite hip hop collaborations. Of course, you know, it's hard to say what's the best hip hop collaboration, but those are my favorites that hit like off the top of my head. There's so many more. I mean... Bone Thugs and Mariah. Come on. Mariah and ODB. Come on. I mean, Mariah and the Lots. Come on. I mean, there's just like multitudes, multitudes, multitudes. What are some of your favorite hip hop collaborations? 1 855 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. Hit me up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're going to head on out of here, y'all. Hope everybody has a fabulous weekend and I hope your week was also as you know as good as it can be this is the Amanda mm-hmm. Seal show I am Amanda Seal signing off uh, Jeremiah what is the stuff that they missed they missed a lot Amanda so we talked about Steph and Aisha Curry's foundation committing 50 million dollars to support Oakland public school students French Montana and Swaley are donating 500 wooden canoes to uh, the Makoko community in Lagos you have to like go back and find out what that's about that's a very important donation also mm-hmm. actress Ella, Erica Alexander is a Philly girl by her hometown of Winslow in Flagstaff, Arizona. Welcome her back in a big way with lots of love. And you know, I gave out the People Versus. It was against T.I.'s son, y'all. T.I., go get your son. Get your child. He's going to be in the college. spot when he smiles. I didn't say that. She said that. <laughs> it was a good day. We had a public skills announcement and we did the word game. I may have, I may have won or I may have lost. You got to go back to the podcast <laughs> to find out. All right. That's how it went down. If you missed any part of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seal Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses podcast. Yes, it is Side Effects of Woke with Tamika Mallory. So you can check that out wherever you get your podcast. You can also watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Keep them calls and comments coming in. Our lines are open 24-7 at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Y'all remember, we are each other's business when we look out for each other. We lift each other up. Have a very safe, happy, and up lifting weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll be back on Monday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.